Welcome to the Get to Vet podcast, where we bridge the knowledge gaps in the military transition process so you can focus on what's ahead. Hey, Get to Vet listeners, this is Mike. And now for my personal disclaimer, although I am active duty military, I'm not an official spokesperson of the United States Navy. Any of my views expressed on the Get to Vet podcast are based on my personal experience. Thanks for listening. Hey, guys. uh, Welcome to the first episode of the podcast. Um, This is kind of a a new thing for both Mike and I, and uh, but we're excited to get started. uh, And so for the first one, we just thought we would tell you a little bit about you know, how this how this thing came to be so i'll go ahead and let mike mike start off because i know he's excited he did a lot of research on on kind of the background of this and you know i'll be here for colorful commentary so yeah after our atrocious intro uh, video we figure we'd kick off a little bit more with the why on uh, how we got to that uh, atrocious intro video um and uh it, it really happened on a saturday and uh on october 3rd and trevor and i just happen to be at buffalo wild wings and uh if you happen to keep score at home i am active duty military still and i have a uh approved retirement for october 1st and at that time we were in hp condition bravo so i was not violating any page 13s if you're keeping score at home so anyway so we were at buffalo wild wings west virginia course we're both from west virginia let's go and uh, mountaineers and they were playing baylor and morgantown and the the game went to double overtime which means uh extra time to be drinking uh some coors lights and extra time to be creative and the creative juices were flowing that day i just finished the uh just to keep it uh common across the services the transition assistance program for the Navy, the fourth week of September for my uh, impending retirement. And I felt like that it left a lot of questions unanswered, not just for me, but for a lot of the folks that were in the class with me, Uh, specifically some involving TRICARE. There wasn't a TRICARE person uh on board throughout any of those classes or the courses that were offered um i know one of trevor's uh favorite subjects the uh, survivor benefit plan yep a lot of work around that yep yep we had uh, somebody come on there and talk a lot about survivor benefit plan uh but not a whole lot about any other options other than that so and in which there are so uh this this uh spurred a lot of conversation that evening uh circling the cores lights and and my frustration uh especially you know i'm i'm a command master chief with 29 years in uh and i felt like not having those questions answered and 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 being somewhat uncomfortable uh, that, that we could do better for some of the service members and some of our folks that are getting out. And maybe we could get a little deeper dive into some of the things that folks might be going through. And we could leverage some of our network 
and, and pull some folks in and get and get down to some of this, you know, and and through we're fortunate enough. We're both EOD technicians. Trevor retired a couple of years ago, and I'm about to. Um, we get involved with a lot of these, you know, we're involved with the special warfare community, uh, special forces, a lot of other high performing communities out there. Um, we're exposed to a lot of great folks out there that are just going out there and absolutely crushing it in, in, in the corporate world, the nonprofit world and, and things like that. So we're out there, we're, we're going out and we're reaching out to those folks. We're hoping to bring them in to bring, you know, bring out this, uh, knowledge that they've gained throughout the years to help us answer these questions that you have. I know that I have, I still have about nine more months until I retire. So I'm on this journey with y'all as well. So uh, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's funny. I remember texting my wife and be like, yeah, me and Mike are about seven, seven tall boys deep into some, some really good conversation. And she goes, do you need me to come pick you up? And I was like, no, we'll walk. Yeah. You know, I'm still a hard ass. I'll, I'll just roll. But I just went to your house and then your wife gave me a ride home. <laughs> yep. and, and you scored some, uh, was it beef stew? I think on the way. Yeah. Yeah. That was good. Too. <laughs> but um, yeah, so this is for me, I've, I've worked in that space for a couple of years because I went through transition and that was a very stressful time for me. And, and I know Mike, it's, it's going to get stressful for you too, even more so despite the fact that, you know, I already knew what I was going to do and, and all this stuff. It's, I, you know, I always equate it to is I think back to when we went to free fall school, right. I was sitting there. I was the first one of our stick out the plane. And I remember just looking inside and there was you and the rest of the team. Uh, and I was like, well, okay, I got to do this. Otherwise I'm going to look like a little bitch. And so I was like, I did it. And, and then I saw, I was like, it wasn't that bad. The same thing kind of applied to my transition. I was super anxious, um, you know, despite all the, you know, the action packed action that I've seen in my career, it was still a very nerve wracking time for me. And, um, you know, I was like, okay, well, how do, how do I maybe help other people, um, you know, lessen that effect. And so I got into coaching, you know, I coached through the honor foundation, which is an awesome nonprofit that does a really good, like 12 week long, uh, transition course. Uh, they, they get, they take what the military does and they go way above and beyond. And then, you know, on top of that, you have that network of, of folks that you work with that, you know, you kind of build relationships with and you can rely on each other. Um, I joined elite meet, which is another good one. Um, especially, you know, that's, that's kind of like designed for a special operations slash military aviation, um, group of people where the intent is just to say, Hey, why don't we take these really high performing, uh, service members and put them in a room with, you know, big time CEOs and hiring managers and stuff. Cause they want that talent. Um, you know, I say this all the time when I talk to people, I'm like, service members don't understand that the biggest thing that they have going for them aren't there hard skills? I talk to so many people that say, you know what? I don't care about your hard skills. I can teach you all the stuff you want to know. I want somebody who's reliable, who has integrity, uh, who's a, you know, a hard worker and will do what I ask them and is a go-getter and, you know, all this other stuff that nobody ever really thinks about. It's like you spent an entire career in your military honing those skills and getting really good at them. And, 
and that's why companies want you to come work for them. They don't care if you don't know the exact, you know, maybe if you're doing like an engineering or job or something like that, but for a lot of them, they just want those people who know how to go out there and, and get stuff done. And, you know, so I love spreading that message to people and helping them and putting them in touch with people. Just like you, Mike, I've, you know, put you in touch with somebody. We'll, we'll see if that opportunity pays off. But, um, you know, I think the, the biggest thing that we're doing here, you know, Mike talked a little bit about sharing the information and bringing in some subject matter experts that I thought the best part of this conversation that came out of it was, hey, why don't we give the opportunity for transitioning service members to come on the podcast and tell their stories, share their experiences and talk a little bit about, you know, how they overcame whatever obstacles they had and help them build their personal brand. Because I, you know, I made that observation. I was like, you know, I always see all these people, um, all the, the super great, awesome people out there that are doing all these podcasts and stuff. And they're like, check out this podcast. And I was like, what if we gave that opportunity to every, you know, Joe Schmo transitioning veteran like I was, who, you know, didn't really have anything, but it's like, hey, let's get you on my podcast. We'll talk, you know, we'll get out there. We'll help you build your brand and, and you help everybody else build theirs. And so I think that was a really cool idea. And, and all the folks that I've been spending the last month getting on board to help promote this and, and hopefully come on board as, as guest speakers, some people that I really, you know, respect and, and learn, have learned a lot from. Uh, when I told them the idea, they were like, you know what? that's pretty cool. I've never heard of anybody else doing that. I'm surprised it hasn't been done already. That's why we rushed into making that really atrocious uh, intro video that, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to probably put that on LinkedIn tonight or tomorrow after I get the, the page set up. So. Yeah. I can't wait for all the ribbing at the EOD Memorial <laughs> and the inside ball over that one. <laughs> that's the thing is now I don't care anymore. Cause I'm like, Hey, yeah. How, you know, have fun, you know, sitting at your house all the time because you can't do anything else. <laughs> <laughs> so now I want to touch touch on something you brought up, and it was about a couple of years ago. Uh, one of my staff members at EOD School uh, was going to a nonprofit uh, seminar that was being held down at the beachfront there in Destin, and uh, it was a transition seminar, and. I was looking to learn how to write a resume, which I'll admit, I still haven't learned to write a resume very well. Uh, but he said, Hey, you know, you should come down here to this seminar and, and learn how to write resumes. They're going to do interviews. They're going to do a bunch of other things. So I said, you know what? Uh, I'll go ahead. I'll do that. So I signed up for it and you know, you had to wear business casual to go down there for, for that day or those two days. And I remember the first day, I think it started at about eight o'clock in the morning. And so I was down there, of course, military habits, you're down there about seven 30 and I'm sitting in a parking lot and it gave me enough time to just start thinking and getting in my own head. And I started getting, I started getting scared. You know, I started thinking I'm going to go in there and those folks are going to start tearing me apart when they start talking about my resume and they're going to start just poking holes and it's all going to be about what I don't have, you know, and how ill-prepared I am for the next step. And I was, I was scared about it. You know, I was, I was in my, I started getting in my own mind so much. I was hoping that the CEO was going to call me and tell me to come back to work, or I was just going to start making an excuse just to leave and go to work, you know? 
to the point where I got kind of 180 back around in my head. I'm like, you know what? This makes no sense because if in the other extreme, if somewhere, someone were to call me right now and say, Hey Mike, uh, terrorists have just taken this hotel. Uh, they have hostage devices. Uh, they're wearing suicide vests. We're going to show up there with your kit. Uh, just stand by. Uh, we're we're going to assault the building. You're going to support the assault force, and and we're going to we're going to take the building down. Um, I, I'd have been all about that. I would have been. It's good to go. Let's do it. And I wouldn't have thought. Not not a second thought about that. But I was scared to death mentally because I didn't feel like I was prepared to go in there and face the unknown. And, and that was pretty, that was kind of, uh, I think that's not uncommon for folks that are in my position or anybody else that's in transition really. Yeah. And that's, well, that's the thing is you've, you've been, you kind of grew up. I mean, I was 17 when I joined the Navy, you know? Yeah, I was 19. After I came an up unsuccessful this... first year at West Virginia University in Parkersburg in criminal justice and uh, not <laughs> yeah. studying like I did in high school. And, and I think, you know, and I think maybe this is a good, good point that we can wrap up this first one because, you know, we're doing a pilot right now. But I think what I can kind of relate that to is like, look, man, we've came up in this organization where you have a very intense um you know, sense of, or you're being mentored very heavily. It's that intrusive leadership that the military thrusts upon everybody. And for that organization, that's the right way to do things. And I think what happens is we get scared because we're like, oh, I'm not going to have that in the business world or in the private sector. And so I think maybe, you know, we don't have to, to be the intrusive leadership, like, you know, hold safety briefs and caveat off of what the commander said every time somebody says something, but Hopefully we can be, you know, an asset or a resource that people can use to kind of lean on a little bit and, you know, not necessarily a safety net, but it's kind of like a, you know, maybe just like a handrail or something. Yeah. I don't want to come across through this, uh, through the, the project that we're working on as saying what the military is doing is wrong. Yeah. I want it to come across that we're enhancing and taking the ball further down the field uh, because I'm well aware. I don't want to come across as I'm complaining because I know if I were to work at Walmart or I were to work at some other great organization out there in the private sector, they don't get transition assistance. They get a final paycheck and the exit sign. And I'm well aware of that, you know, but I think as military folks, we've been somewhat institutionalized and been, behind the fence line to where I don't know what's out in corporate. You know, I don't know where my skill set translates. I don't, I don't know where I fit in next. I don't even know what's available out there, you know, and that part of it, you know, that fear of the unknown is, is, is a fear. And, and I think that's what a lot of us have. Absolutely. Well, I think uh, that we'll, we'll end the first uh, podcast on that. Good job. Yeah. I, I I was like, wow, that's a lot easier than making that video that we made. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. 
And uh, hopefully you like this. Subscribe to the podcast. Um, we're going to have a YouTube channel up and running pretty soon. Make sure you subscribe to that. Turn on notifications so you'll know whenever we put out our new content. And stay tuned for our next show where we're going to have our first two guests, Trevor Maxwell and Mike Riggs. Take Looks care. Smart. Have a good one. <laughs>